Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Leaves the pocket wide open over the middle is Jamar Chase, who's in for the touchdown. A 28-yard scoring strike from Burrow to Chase. Bengals on the board first. It's Mike Shope. Burrow pump fakes to the right. Back corner of the end zone. Wide open Hayden Hurst. 15 yards for the touchdown. Two receiving targets wide open for scores on each of Cincinnati's first two drives. And the Bulldog. That'll do it as Burrow takes a knee. The remaining 30 seconds will run off the clock as the Bills can't stop it. An impressive divisional playoff road victory for the Cincinnati Bengals as Zach Taylor and his Bengals team are on to the AFC Championship game. They'll be playing the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead in Kansas City. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Buffalo Bills Football Monday. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here to recap a really bad day for the Bills and their fans. Last Monday, sitting right here, I remember thinking and saying, man, we were so close to talking about, like, the draft. <laughs> we're a huge favorite. And, okay, and you're, you're like, okay, but the yards, you know, and is an interception return that happened and some fluky stuff. And that's right. I don't know. How taken aback are you? I mean, they were a six-point favorite yesterday. I'm still, um, I'm, I'm still pretty stunned, honestly. Uh, and not that they lost. I mean, when, when you know, if you're, I felt really good about their chances that being favored like they were, and, and and I thought they they you know maybe find their best game here when it mattered the most. Um, you know, but with that said, you know, you know, you get to this level of the playoffs, and you know, unless there's some fluky occurrence. You're talking about coin flips. I think we we said it, you know, not all week last week, but it came up. Like here, here we, you know, it's going to be three games against top quality opponents here. If you're fortunate to keep going all the way to the Super Bowl, so the possibility of them losing, uh, you know, exists, of course. And um, you know, with that said, though, the way they just ten points, you know, uh, just. They they just got just got handled in, in this game. Um, I I don't think the plan on either side seemed to make much sense. Like from what what I can ascertain, having watched it and just you know reading 
um, you know, I don't want to say endlessly since the game ended. I did sleep for a little while, but, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to sort of sift through it and make sense of it. I, I just maybe the least likely outcome for me yesterday was what we got. Just a game where the Bills are feeble, really, on both sides of the ball and aren't really a threat in the game. And, and I just never would have guessed that that's what we'd get. You know, we could, you know, you could lose a game like, you know, without the 13 seconds drama, but like a back and forth game, um, you can lose that game. The other team gets the ball last. There's a mistake, whatever. And okay, well, back to the drawing board. We try again next year. I don't know, man. Yesterday was a beatdown, and I just did not expect that. Um, I know it's it's kind of interesting that I was worried about that before they played the Bengals in the regular season. But I guess I felt like they had kind of, you know, regrouped and, and gotten things back together with the two games they played since then, one the regular season finale and then the, the wild card win with Miami. Um, but they just did not have anything to offer yesterday, and that really stunned me. I recognize that there's no answer, like that you know is the answer to this question, but they played that game yesterday ten times. How many do you think the Bills win? I would say two. I would say three or four. I would say three or four. Okay. I do you want to you want to smack me for this? I think the weather really hurt them. <laughs> I do. I think the weather really hurt them. Like we know that they are a race car. Like you know, this is a this is a spot where I'm I'm vulnerable to. Hey, I thought the running game doesn't matter. Hey, I thought you know, um, no. defense, whatever. Like the story of this game for me, is 10 points. Like, oh, so it was hard to stop Cincinnati? Yeah. Like, that's right. It's hard to stop Kansas City. It's hard to stop Cincinnati. It's hard to stop the Bills. But yesterday, it was done. And their offense, you know, and it ends with a performance that has you asking all the questions. Like, up front, weapons, running game again help for Josh Allen, but also missed throws, a coordinator. I mean, this is all part of defense, too. I think on defense, and this came up toward the end of our postgame show yesterday, the roster, the lineup's going to look a lot different next year on defense, I think. I think with free agency, Poyer, Edmonds, Dane Jackson even, like there'll be, mm-hmm. there'll be players, Shaq Lawson, there'll be players moved in or out, and then I wonder what the Bills are going to do about how, with all the draft capital poured into the defense, and you know, especially on the on the line where it's gotten them, it's gotten them high marks, you know, in the big picture, regular season. Yeah, it's gotten them pretty pretty bossy, you know, statistics um, in regular seasons, but they they have wilted if not folded. But they've had good um, games on defense in the playoffs, too. And they have not had good games against Burrow and Mahomes. Like, okay. I mean, I think that's this league. And I think the whole idea here is to win anyway or give yourself, you know, a good chance of winning anyway, which they did last year. You know, they people are not, want, not in the mood to talk about their other defensive performances in these playoffs, including last year against New England. Ah, well, it's only New England. These are the games that matter more. Yeah, that's right. And you're going to win them by scoring 30 points 
and you might even have won yesterday. I say might had you scored 30 points, but you scored 10, and that is glaring. That's their worst offensive game since when? I mean, years. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I, I, yeah, ten, 10 points. I you know, I they've had they've had modest yardage outputs in some wins this year, but 10 points is uh is brutal. It's a season low. I, I right. I'm not um I yeah, smack you. I I I think the the weather hurt them sounds ridiculous. Um because you 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 have you have to account for it. You have to alter how you're playing and what your plan is. You have to have a plan for it. Like we have the weather forecast, fans have the weather forecast. Fans knew how to dress, <laughs> you know. I mean, unless you choose to be a shirtless maniac <laughs> with a D or a fence painted on you or whatever, um, you know, get the ball out. You know, use use the footing to your advantage when you're on offense. That's they, fine. They don't That's know where fine. they're going. They got to pivot, and there's none of that. The well, Bengals did almost nothing but that. That's, and the Bills were incapable of doing that. So I, I'm not telling you their, their plan wasn't hurt by the weather or the footing, but then you need a different plan. They're not without blame. They're not without blame. I think, you know, with Cincinnati, Burrow was excellent, patient, didn't need, wasn't under duress, so he was able to, you know, it, that was to his advantage, of course, but he, he delivered. In that way. And sure, what you're saying right now, I believe, is correct. I agree with that, that you you adjust. But I just think, you know, all else equal, that's not the weather the Bills would choose. And a team like Cincinnati, which was better up front, as it turns out, um, took advantage of that. So that's what I mean by that. You know, it's not I'm not going to not going to bother you with this all all spring and summer. But I don't I don't think it was what they would have drawn up in that way. They, hey, look, it's the Buffalo Bills. Like, that's going to happen. And that can always be talked about. Yeah, yeah sure. I, pl- plenty of people might want to bother us with it all spring and summer because we're about to invest, you know, a lot of money into another stadium that is going to, you know, continue to allow for that. So that's a whole separate, you know, we'll, we'll have time for that if we even want to because uh, I don't know what, you know, it's, it might just be, you know, a bunch of yelling about nothing because, as far as, like, impact goes. Oh, it definitely will be. Yeah, right. So, like, there, there's that. Um, you know, the rest of this stuff. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know how much of it is um, would would be that. You know, yelling just just for the sake of it. Um, you know, they, they, there are things to still, I think, look forward to and feel good about with like what this team has in their possession. Um, I, for one, definitely appreciate the standard being as high as it is right now. You know, we're not that far removed from these sorts of conversations starting at, you know, at Thanksgiving, if not sooner. So, like, things are good. They've got a quarterback. They're stable. But within it, um, I think on both sides of the ball, I, I don't think I've, I've since Sean McDermott got here, uh, I don't know that I've had as many questions or concerns about the choices being made by the guys leading both sides of the ball. I just don't I don't think the Bills had a sensible game plan on either side the the way it, the way it looks. And um that that's troubling. Like I I I am usually one who wants to sort of plead for patience and run it back. It was, you know, one game, don't overreact. But I'm I'm troubled by their approach. Um I I I think um they they just did not have 
any good idea going in, nor a pivot ready, it, it seems, when one was dearly needed. There were, there's a stat from PFF today that the Bengals broke the mold here in this round of playoff games with, quote, perfect coverage. Do you see this? That however this is done, and I'll just say PFF, and hopefully that will suffice. I, we can look into it if you want, but perfectly covered plays is a mm-hmm. term of theirs. And the Bengals destroyed the, like, <laughs> the standard 66.67% of Bill's dropbacks, the Bengals had what PFF describes as perfect coverage. And, like, the Bills' average during the season is 32. So the Bengals about were more than doubled their efficiency in covering the Bills. What does that tell you? Well, that's coaching, right? You've got a scheme guys open, and in this game, a Bengals defensive coordinator who gets a lot of credit won against our guy. So that happens. But, look... You know it's coming. Like, for a long time, the Bills have shorted at wide receiver. They're dipping into their past to try to hang on, you know, by a thread this year and get there. They have drafted defensive players instead, and all most of all, their fixation on running backs that I've been complaining about the whole time. Well, okay, how did it end up? I mean, Cook could have been anybody. Running backs served... Almost no purpose. Cook could have been anybody. Hines, you know, you can tell like that's a re- that was a return game move. It wasn't expensive. I'm not going to bang on him for that. We thought maybe at the time he would be in the in the mix, mm-hmm. and he really wasn't. Could have been, but he wasn't great for Indianapolis in this way. It, the whole point was why am I th- why with this quarterback am I throwing the ball to the running back at all? Like they don't do it. They well, shouldn't question, do it. And they and they didn't do it. <laughs> and well, in the end, I mean, they had games this year where that was happening uh but not that's not how i'd want to be or for them to be and i mean how how hard can you try how hard are you trying if it's like well we needed jamison crowder like it it caught up to him it caught up to them and this was evident weeks ago at least that it was doing that it caught up to them that after digs it was suspect in my house, by the way, we shortened that to sus. So if you catch me doing that, that means sus means suspect. Like Davis was so erratic this year, and McKenzie did not hold up, which was, I think, predictable, honestly. Like, never been a full time player. You heard me say that all summer. Um Shakir looked nice, but did not get much of a look, really. Like you saw them turn to him late, even with Brown and Beasley around, and he made plays for them. But did not mix in often enough, early enough, for whatever reason. I don't know. Is that is that more of a point here? Because neither did Elam, really, right? Like, the Bills took their time on those guys. They won most of their games, and I don't want to be too hard on them for this. But receiver is going to be a big topic. And by the way, free agency this year, have I mentioned this? Have you looked? It's not good. It's not good at all. Like, it's not going to be easy to go in. You're not going to like it. <laughs> if they no. Even if they do it, it's going to be some contract that people are going to probably rag on them for. DJ Chark or somebody. Yeah, it's going to be a player that that you know almost certainly doesn't warrant the kind of money that they might get on the right. market. So do you want to you want to go there on a, on a team where you're already going to be making 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details really big decisions about you know your future based on the money you have available to pay players i mean that's where we are now and this is all deferring it's not mentioning stefan diggs who if you want to talk about his act yesterday you can i I think there is it is fair to at least question to talk about that it's i'm not going to be somebody who just what oh no that's not fair you don't know what he's saying i mean it would look bad it looked bad it did and i and i don't i don't want to i'm not like upset about how he handled himself, but I'm also eager to hear something from him. You know, like well, it'll this, be glossed over probably unless it's on Twitter. I suppose, yeah. But e- even that, like you know, e- even just a, I'm fine, fam, or something, like something, whatever. How, however, you would like it's all you know, it's all good or something, like something along those lines. Um, that would know, mean something. It, it, yeah, I think maybe, hmm. yeah. Yeah, and and the absence of it is, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want <laughs> to overreact to not seeing a tweet with like, I, you know, the, the the prayer hands or something. I I don't know. Whatever. It just can I bet he, on it? I'm so bad at betting games. I need another. Can I bet that it'll be something cryptic and that if ever he's ever asked about it, he'll be like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, I was talking about Wendy's drive-through. Right. Or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Which may know. or may not be true. Right. Well, I, just I, 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 I don't, don't mean I don't mean glossed over. I meant smoothed over. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm, I'm not assuming there's a crisis there, but any any sign from him that that there isn't would be would be welcome. Is all I'm saying. Well, I'm I'm almost definitely no matter. We'll see what's said. If it's something really pointed and harsh, then okay. But if it's not, it is probably there. Probably won't be anything like that. My concern will be that I mean he's going to be thirty. Mid season next year, and he's yeah five. It, he's six feet tall. Like that. The, the the best case for them, 
to meet. Well, not the best. I mean, there, there, were, there were lots of reasons to be thinking about prioritizing a, a receiver in the draft sooner than when did they draft Shakir? Fifth round. Um, and I know one reason that came up starting, you know, shortly after like a year ago at this time was you probably want to be grooming someone for the digs spot. You want to be, you know, get, get another guy in here that has the potential to be a one. Um, you know, in a few years, because eventually you're going to transition away from Diggs being your your king there, and you know what what do you have in house right now that potentially is that replacement? I mean, there it doesn't exist, right? It and is, you're behind a lot of other top teams yeah. in this in this yeah, area. Yeah, you are. Yeah, the team Including, that beat you yesterday yes. for sure. Yes, uh, is is I'm going to say way ahead of you. Because even their number one is only in his third year, so you you got right is or, is, or second second this is his second it was Chase's second yeah, he, year he's My, like he's twenty two I think or God something Almighty right and and Higgins is is a little older than that but still one year um, older right right so um, yeah you you got you got you got ground to cover there. Uh, and that almost has to be the draft because of the point you've already made, and and you did mention it last week or the week before. Like if you're thinking about free agent shopping at receiver, good luck. Allen is so careful, and he's just really smart when he's in in, in a media setting. Almost never steps in it, and this isn't necessarily doing that either. But today, one of when he ended a, a few comments about digs, the usual sort of stuff. I think this was today. It could have been yesterday, but whatever it was, there's an Allen paragraph. He did, yeah, he did talk again today. So okay. Yeah, I think this is from today where like we're all competing, you know, that kind of stuff that people are always using to explain or apologize for guys who throw tantrums during games that look like they're meant for other teammates. Oh, you know, you, what, what do you want him to do? Just stand there? Maybe, actually, but right. Mm-hmm. So they're always there's always that excuse. But he did say, quote, at the end of the day, we have to be there for each other. I thought that was notable, too. It, I, I really did because how are you know how's that going if you are storming out even before the coaches come have to be talked back into coming back and then you can't wait to get out of there again like are you there I, like I look if that's how you got to go through it and you don't want to say something you might really regret or do something you might really regret and the, and the best thing to do is to just go take a drive okay like I, I, again I, I respect that but I'd like to know that. You are there for Josh Allen today, you know, or, or, or anybody else who needs you. I, I just, I, I'd like some evidence of that, I guess. Maybe I won't get it. Maybe it doesn't matter. You know, hopefully it doesn't matter because hopefully everything's fine. But him running hot like that, like it, it, I don't know if it exactly boiled over yesterday, but it, it, it got, it escalated from anything we'd seen prior this season. He's not going to be, you know, a, a talking point this offseason, though. It's, we're going to want to assume that Stefan Diggs is still Stefan Diggs and puts mm-hmm. up another season. Regression is coming someday, and the Bills, part of this disappointment is that it didn't happen this year. He was Did he not play every game? Like Even Allen did with that injury. They had injury challenges, but not in this area, and it still ends up in the second round. Well, everybody, I think, is probably saying this. One year ago today is that Chief game. And after that, what did we spend our time on? How that happened at the end, yeah. how, how good Allen was, the amazing performance by Davis. Diggs did not have a, much of a game that day either, by the way. But still, like we all kind of left Kansas City feeling good about this year, that 
then you get the Von Miller signing, right? Like there, there was every reason to be optimistic this year. And I don't think it was ever wrong to be. Like, I leaned on the numbers, the odds, everything like that. I don't think it was ever wrong to be. Were they a great team? They were a great team. And they still were a great team, even with this loss. But this year will be different. I think it's right to talk about Dorsey and Frazier. And I think we're all going to do that. And I don't know that it it might be better than 50-50 that at least one of them is replaced, I think. You have a thought on that? Like, what what are the chances? I don't think the Bills... In this, I, I guess I don't want to conflate what I think the public pressure might be and you know with how they're going to be thinking, but I guess I want to think that they'll see some of this and act accordingly and be like, you know, we, we might want to make a move here or two. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think last last year they had to do something when Dable left, but I don't think there really was this level of pressure. I think it's way different. I I I agree. Uh, it's part of the reason why, I mean, one of the first things I, I wanted to say yesterday and did say on postgame was I think everything has to be on the table uh, because, and I think some very, very difficult conversations and potentially difficult decisions uh, may have to be made because it it's not, it, it just isn't enough. Whatever they're doing game plan wise, uh, in the in these spots, whether it's 13 seconds last year, whether it's this entire day yesterday, it there's there's a flaw there. I, I think e- even with as excellent as they've been in these regular seasons. So if your stated goal is to be a champion, to make the Super Bowl, and you have found your way to th- this spot where it's three years in a row. Um, yeah, you, you can mix 19 in here if you want to, but I just don't think they were they had risen to that level of contender yet. But they they blew a playoff game that year too with a with a lead in the second half. So I mean, it it, it can be attached. Um, but as far as like being a bona fide Super Bowl team in the eyes of I think most observers, it's three years and they have fallen short. And like that that doesn't always mean you have to, uh, you know make dramatic changes like last year like you're saying um some people wanted dramatic changes because of 13 seconds um and and you know i get that and we we went around and around about that um i thought you know calm steady as she goes was the better approach considering the year they had and the nature of the loss this is a very different thing this year i mean they got hammered and out schemed i i think it's it's easy to to look at that game and see that, and so you know, do I have faith that these guys won't have that happen again? I don't know. At some point, I feel like the organization, being a McDermott, have to really assess. Like, do we need an influence, a new a new thought process? We need a new mind here helping push this thing forward because the group we have it might be stagnating here. And we, we might need to infuse some new thought, new personality, new something into one or both sides of the ball at this point. Buffalo Bills Football Monday brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here to your calls next. 803-0550. Eric Wood at 4, as always, on Mondays. Sal Capaccio at 6, recapping the game and some of what was said uh, following. Back after this on WGR. Well, I actually, uh, I got cleared. I got cleared. So next game, I was going to be able to go out there and play. This is the most unique 
season obviously I've ever been a part of uh, just you know working working my way back to just be a part of this team and go out there and try to help in any way I could and then to come you know get into the playoffs and like I told you guys struggling for a little bit after surgery and then you know getting some good news from the doctor about my recovery and you know getting to the point where I finally got to last week to to get cleared um, late in the week and know that you know we have the possibility to win this game I'm out there Super. Sorry. Micah Hyde. All football. All the t- some some days, most days, lately, years, recent years, sounds like, you know, we're bragging. Come on in. Today it feels like a threat. <laughs> all football, nothing else. Great. great. I'm driving around. Super. This is just what I want to spend my time. Well, I mean, I, it is, but, you know, come on. It's miserable. <laughs> Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. Buffalo oh. Bills football Monday. To your calls, 803-0550. I mean, good for Micah Hyde. Sounds like he's going to play again and would have even played this week. But no game. Tough one. Yeah. Randy is with us. Hi, Randy. Randy. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Mike. Bulldog, thank you for taking my call. Um, Mike, I remember you back in the Rochester days. Um, Appreciate uh, I've been following you ever since. I have a perspective um, and a quick question as relates to this game. First, my perspective. Um, I'd rather lose this way, getting beat thoroughly, than lose on a ticky-tack call or drop pass. Or if you think about uh, back in the days when, uh, if you were a, a fan of, let's say, the um, Raiders and you lost on a talk rule, or you lost in a fumble with the Cleveland Browns, you know, across the goal line. That's my first observation. It doesn't hurt as much. It hurts still because it's the finality of it. But it doesn't hurt as much as if you regret something that you feel like should have went the other way. My question is, as soon as I started watching this game, I felt right away that the Bengals had better footing Me too. on the field Me too. Than, than, than the Bengals. And it reminded me of the sneakers game. I heard about back in like 1934 where the, uh, I guess it was at the time the Chicago Bears were undefeated and they lost to the New York Giants and they changed their footwear at halftime. I was actually hoping that there would be some footwear change and also the Bills would be back the way the Bills were. That's my, that's my observation and my question. I'll leave that. Okay, thanks. I had the same thought. Just the, like Cincinnati was so on top of it, both sides. <laughs> You know, and players were asked, or even Sean McDermott was asked, I believe, yesterday, like, were the players tentative? But these guys are so loath to ever explain anything away based on conditions. Like, they don't even take the question. It's just like, nope, no excuses. But I'll say it did look like that to me. I don't know if it's right. Yeah, James Cook's first carry, even. Like, he stumbled coming out of his set. So much so that the handoff was kind of bobbled and juggled and just never he, – he, that's one guy, but he, he just did not look right. And maybe his playing time as a result maybe suffered. I mean, he did not come close to like a 50-50 split snap count. I mean, I don't know, score effects, who knows, uh, you know, what their plan is there. Um, but I, I, I share the, the, that, that observation, that, that they did not look um, like they could handle the footing as well. 
on the on the first thing, the like you know ways to lose. We've we've got experience with everything here, of course, right? I mean, we've got ways to lose draft. Ways to, uh, we've been over all of it, and I I don't know. I I um, a, as maddening as the I can't believe that got taken from us by the officials' call, or I can't believe our coaching staff did this in that spot, i.e., thirteen seconds. Um, just getting punked calls so much more into question. Like it was a lot easier. And, and look, if they if they had lost in some comparable way to anything that the callers alluded to or I just alluded to, maybe after you know enough of those, we'd still be examining you know the big picture and the coordinators and and the build and all these different things. And I feel like when you look. So far, the lesser team um, in a home game in the playoffs, it calls a lot more into question, and I don't know. It, it maybe it doesn't sting the same way as getting you know quote unquote ripped off, but I don't know. I'm I'm struggling with this more because my my opinion all year was they'll be fine. You know, tell me all about, um, you know, their offensive inefficiency and Allen's turnovers and all the stuff. Like, don't worry, they'll be fine. But they were never going to be so good, I think you would say, that a game like this one with the Cincinnati Bengals or the Chiefs or some potential Super Bowl matchup would be one where you would just know they'd win. No, of course not. No, I'm I'm not saying that. Right. But I just didn't expect a collapse, and I feel like yesterday was somewhat of a collapse. Well, we've got lots to talk about, and we'll get to some more callers here. Um, I don't really, I don't, I don't know, it's the same to me. A loss is a loss, but in time, maybe I'll ponder the difference. The thing you got to be careful of if you lose like this is, to, is overreacting to it. Mm-hmm. Because you did have a great season. You have a great team that had a bad day. 5-22 left in the third quarter. You're down 17 to 10, and the Bengals have third and 10 at your 40. What happened? The Bills called timeout on defense to set up to presumably prevent some awful thing that would have happened had they not called timeout. And they come out of the timeout, and it's a busted coverage, and Hayden Hurst walks to a first down. You get a stop on that play. You're getting the ball down seven in the third quarter. What's their win probability? The third quarter. Oh, but they're getting beat up front. Yeah, I know. But they're almost a coin flip if they get if they make that stop. You know, they get an incomplete pass uh, out of the timeout. You'd like you'd like to not feel like every time the Bills call a timeout on defense, the next play is going to be terrible. (laughs) Like, what are we doing on that? The timeout has value. What exactly are we? We'll never know because McDermott would never tell us anything like this, but. What was he worried about? And then what happened? Right? Like that was that was bad, but yeah, they were that they were I'm not saying they were the better team. Don't don't put me mm-hmm. don't put mm-hmm. me there, but it was still a winnable game in the third quarter. Like anyway. Hypotheticals, I guess. What would have happened? That that's what happened. They gave up the first down, they gave right. up the touchdown there, and after yeah. that they were dead. You know, pretty much dead. Here's Zach with us. Hi, Zach. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, th- this game is so interesting because there's so many things you could talk about that's almost hard to kind of hone in on one specific thing. Um, I mean, the, the, 
overarching glaring issue for me coming out of this is just, you know, I like Brandon Bean a lot, but his kind of inability or unwillingness to really help the offense um, and more specifically Josh Allen in a bigger way than just trading for Stefan Diggs. And I, and I'm not trying to downplay that because it completely changed the organization, obviously, but I mean, just looking back, like what has he done for the offensive line? You know, I mean, he, they bring in Roger Saffold this year as like a one year deal, which I think they've done now, what, every year in the last three years, you know, this bet on a year deal. Um, I just think what, what do you, you think? Know, what would have been better? I guess yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. You know, they didn't have a lot of cap room, you know, I mean, and maybe. I can't myself tell you, Zach, that I was like, oh, you you guys got to invest long term in a guard here. It's not that there are that many to begin with. So the draft is one way, but I wouldn't have been really there either. I don't mind the strategy actually. That they've not that you're asking me, but I haven't really minded it. Yeah, yeah I mean, again, the draft, but. And another question, if you don't mind. Sure. I mean, I was in I was in the stadium, so you know you get kind of caught in a bit of a, a visual vortex. You don't see everything going on. But has it has it seemed like there was just a lack of Allen design runs? Like this team lives and dies on him so much, and I think his legs specifically. And at a certain point in the game, I kind of expected there to be more of that. I remember there was a third and two play, and there was one last week too that they completed to Shakir, if I recall. But this one, they went for another. Yeah. Uh, deep pass to Davis, and I'm just like, how is that not an Allen run every time? Even if you have to, you know, it doesn't work on third and two. I just like try it again. Like, how can you not get there with this guy? And instead, you go for a 20 yard pass to Davis on the outside. I don't know. Yeah, thanks, Zach. Or, or longer. Yeah, I, you know, that's that's a real that's a tough one. In that, like, you want. I think you want this quarterback to take those shots. The defense is going to give you that coverage, right? Davis is singled up on that play. Why? Because the Bengals are trying to bait him into taking the lower percentage play. The longer pass is a lower percent, lower conversion rate than just trying to get, you know, some five or six yard slant to Diggs or Beasley or someone just to keep the chains moving or an Allen run, uh, like the caller's saying. So part of what makes the Bills – and Allen, what they are, is hitting those plays when the opportunity presents itself. And so you're giving me this chance. It's a lower percentage shot, but it's still a shot. And maybe a lot of the game you're not giving me that look. So I'm going to take it now. And, you know, that that requires, like, reexamining a lot of the thought process and, like, philosophically who you want to be and what you want to be like on offense. I think, like, last week, we, we, you know, after a win, I remember maybe it was exactly at this time last Monday, someone being upset about the long shot to Shakir, and I said, well, that's your offense. Like, you get singled up, you want him to take that shot. And, you know, when you hit it, it's a great call and look at the guts and the glory. When you miss it, it's why didn't you do something simpler and get the first down? You can get really tangled up in knots. But I, I think what, what I come away from this game feeling and, and the season now on the whole is they need to mix in a, a, a better complement of, okay, just get the first down here, okay? not We don't have to go for broke just because it's single coverage and we haven't had single coverage much all day. I mean, catch the ball, though. That would be good, too. Like, Davis is going to be such a hard one this this year. 
because just like how how many times do we have that this year? Like he's so big and capable, like some great catches, but some bad drops. I don't know. Like his value is really tough, I think, to figure out. But and that ball was in. He had both hands right. on that ball, and the defender reached in, and you know, after and it's, and it all happens very fast. But he had both hands on it, clean, Look, and like you got to pull that in. It is their offense, and you know that's right. The play should have been made, I think, and everything was so hard. Like you're, where is the field? They're at their own twenty. On that play, like the the drives, even that they were able to sustain, just everything was so hard to come by. So, geez, I, I got to hit on a couple of these if I'm going to win this game. At that point, this is the drive after the one I was just in with the timeout. Yeah, um, for twenty four ten, then they punt it on fourth and two, and there were some kind of wimpy kick decisions yesterday again in the playoffs. Thanks again, Zach. Sal Capaccio is going to be on at 6 today, Eric Wood at 4. Sean McDermott is speaking at 4, and Sal just texted me to say, I'm going to ask him about that timeout and see if we can get anywhere figuring out or knowing what the Bills' head coach was trying to avoid happening by calling that timeout there. It uh, backfired, and as we know from Kansas City, those two plays, 13 seconds, the Bills called timeouts on defense before both of those plays, and they still happened. Wow. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, Buffalo Bills Football Monday continues on WGR. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills Football Monday. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, Eric Wood in 11, 12 minutes. The Sabres play tonight in Dallas. Four-game road trip for the Sabres starting with this game. And we're not going to be around for pregame for any of them because they all start 8 o'clock or later. And one's on a Saturday, by the way. Not that this is what you were worried about. 8.30 tonight, <laughs> Sabres at Stars, and they're in St. Louis uh, no. tomorrow night. Big Stars couple games here. Stars are good, here. by the way. Stars are good. Yeah, I hate that kind of. Yeah, me too. Yep. I mean, have you ever enjoyed a playoff series involving the Dallas Stars in your life? Uh, once haven't. when Todd Marchant, uh, Williamsville native uh, Todd Marchant, uh, scored, uh, I think, an overtime goal for Edmonton to beat them. <laughs> Curtis Joseph, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. that too, actually. But yeah. you know, Dallas, like, was it ever interesting? No, 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 no. Chris, terrible. Chris is with us. Hi, Chris. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, how you doing? I, I agree with a lot of your points, you know, particularly your points about receiver needing to be improved. I think we saw again and again throughout the year, and the Bills, I think, as much admitted there was a problem, 
because they went out and signed Beasley and Brown, and they wouldn't have done that if they themselves didn't know there was an issue there. I also think that the offensive line was an issue too. And, you know, the game against Miami, Allen was sacked seven times. He wasn't sacked as much yesterday, but it sure felt like he was under siege. And I also think Allen kind of masks how bad the line really is. You've got one of the most mobile quarterbacks ever, and you're still having to have him under siege like that, and you also have problems in short yardage. So I think the coaches are, uh, as, as Bulldog aptly stated, everything should be on the table. But I think there are also some serious personnel improvements that the Bills really need to make. Nice job, Chris. Summarized uh, very well. I I also think I mean it's obvious that they're they're the way they handled things here from John Brown to Cole Beasley being sort of re-recruited uh, to come back in uh, tells you almost all you need to know about how how the receiver position went this year for them. I mean that that's a very bad sign. Nothing nothing against those guys. I mean, but if that's where you're at. Um, you're probably in trouble. You probably don't have the talent that you need, especially for a team that wants to play the way this team wants to play. That said, um, you know, the, the shiny first-round receiver, even the bottom of the first-round receiver, I, I, I need options in the passing game. I need easy pitch and catch. I need clear outs. I need things that make sense schematically that I just don't think we saw enough of this year. So whoever they've got lined up, they'll be new players. Hopefully they'll be better players to help them at, at the receiver position specifically. But if they're all running verticals uh, behind a line that you can't fix everything, you're going to be great everywhere, um, behind a line that can't hold up, you're asking for trouble. I don't blame them for signing Brown or Beasley back. I do blame them for not seeing the need for those players coming. That's been a consistent point of mine for more than two years. And it got to the point where, okay, be careful. You know, Crowder's just okay. McKenzie's not full-time. Shakir's the fifth round. Hodgins might be good. I mean, just... And this is where it ended up. They might have cringed when they signed those guys back. Like, this is how bad it is. But I don't blame them for doing it. Like... You gotta right. gotta get home, and each guy helped them, you know, in their own way, late in the year. But I don't want them back. I mean, it's time for like a real effort to be made at wide receiver, and the Bills instead, frankly, made that effort at running back, thinking like that would be a bigger, more important. I, I think I could say this, and this have my read on it, more important to their chances, which I just never did. Um, you know, they were still good. They won a lot of games. I don't. I don't want this to sound. Certainly, my part. I don't want this to sound like, you know, everything's wrong because I think that's ridiculous today. But you lost, and you got to assess. Eric Wood next. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Buffalo Bills football Monday on WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.